This is Think Retail, a podcast where top designers, strategists, thought leaders, and business people discuss what's coming next. Hi, I'm Melinda from SLD, and this is Think Retail. And today we're talking to Jennifer Klein, owner of Secrets from Your Sister, and we're talking about why independent retailers are winning at customer experience. Is bigger always better? Large retailers with multiple locations and a global reach seemingly have infinite capital and resources, but this can come at a cost. The decision makers in these companies are often far removed from their customers and any initiative to lead change can be met with differing opinions and agendas. Though smaller independent retailers are faced with their own challenges, they generally have the power to implement change quickly and use first-hand insights into what their customers want and need. Jen, thanks for talking to us today. Um, why don't you start us off by telling us a little bit about Secrets from Your Sister? Yeah, sure. Um, so we're a bra-fitting store that uh, works uh, one-on-one with women to help them find bras that fit them and that are comfortable. Uh, we started the business 20 years ago and I've been running it alone for the past 16. Um, and we've um, had another location before, uh, we've closed that, we have our flagship shop and uh, you know we're a destination uh, business for women to come and get uh, lingerie. So can you tell us about some of the things that you think have led to you being a destination? Yeah, um, we uh, came out into the bra fitting market uh, 20 years ago. This was before Oprah um, hit the bra fitting industry. And um, women were desperate to find uh, comfortable bras to hold, uh, you know, to support them and give them comfort. There's over, you know, 250 different bra sizes. And the big shops like Victoria's Secret um, were only really offering about 12 sizes. So there was a huge amount of women running around uncomfortable, flopping around, and they just wanted and desired something more right um, so finally the industry you know evolved and companies started manufacturing bras that fit many different sizes of women and uh, our store was fortunate enough to come out you know fairly close to the beginning uh, of that um, and I think we've stayed here so long because um, we've grown with the industry uh, we've worked with our customers, uh, we've worked on developing, you know, having great staff and training, um, and we've been consistent, like we're always here. And if you need something, you know, you can shop around and look at all the other different places, you can go and find things on sale, but no matter what, we're always going to be here for you. So you can always rely on us, and I think that um, has made a big difference. So. If you could describe your service model, because I've been a customer here, I know what it's all about, but maybe you can describe it for our listeners because it's really important that they understand mm-hmm. this part mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, so when women come into the store, um, we offer a unique service in that we work one-on-one with you. So there's not um, a saleswoman running around and helping multiple people, answering the phone, cashing people out. You come in, you're welcomed, um, and you get to work with an associate where um, when you're in a, a very vulnerable state, you know, being half naked, talking about uh, things that are personal, um, you have their undivided attention and they will uh, talk to you about what your needs are, what your wants are, what makes you comfortable, what doesn't, um, and then they'll start to bring you things. So they kind of curate uh, a bra wardrobe for you. And then within that fitting, they're adjusting the bra, talking to you about it, um, helping you understand how to wear it, why this would be good, why this wouldn't be good. They're giving you all of the information that you need to make an informed decision about what you want to invest your money in. 
um, and bras in our store are a little bit more expensive than you would find elsewhere. So you could be paying anywhere from $60 to $200 for a bra. Um, and it's important for women to have this information um, so that they're, they know that they're buying something that's going to be good for them and it's going to last a long time. So if we're going to think about uh, the biggest lingerie brand sort of the would probably come into most people's head. We would think about Victoria's Secret. It's a, not necessarily directly in com competition with you, but how would you compare your service model to their service model? Mm -hmm. Victoria's Secret um, wants to offer you an inexpensive bra that's fashionable. They want to be able to help you quickly and they want to be able to give you a lot of variety. Um, their product is poor quality, their service is uh, not excellent. Uh, there's a lot of people who are uninformed about bra fitting and bras and materials in general. Um, our service model is you know, more, quite opposite in that we have a lot of information, we have a lot of education, we have quality product and we have like a huge variety of sizes. Um, so they're there for the people that don't have a lot of money and haven't gotten to a point where they want something better where they have to go out and search for something. So how has it been possible for you, a small independent retailer, to mm -hmm. provide such uh, personalized and hands-on, I mean you've got one-on-one -on -one that's a really, really, that ratio is, I mean it doesn't get better <laughs> than that. Yeah. So how are you able to provide that when a huge company like Victoria's Secret selling something at a much cheaper cost isn't even able to offer. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's a difference between small business and big business and we both, you know, work together. Um, but in a small business, we also don't make, you know, billions of dollars like Victoria's Secret. So right. we take our cuts and uh, w in my particular business, we um, invest into uh, into staffing um, and when you have the right women uh, working for you um, and you also invest in the in training and how to train these ladies and continue to work on the training each year that you you know pass um, it, uh, it, it, makes, it, it makes all the difference. You're giving people information that they can share with other people so other people can become informed and educated. You're empowering people. Whereas the Victoria's Secret model uh, is not about empowering people, it's just about putting bras on your body so right. you have something. So you touched <laughs> a little bit on training. So what role would you say education plays at Secrets from your sister and how do you think brand, bigger brands could do a better job? I think you have to. If you, uh, I think you have to invest in in your employees and educate them. If you don't, then you're not able to uh, move your brand and your product forward. You have to be able to give people information. You have to be able uh, to allow them to make uh, decisions. And uh, if you don't, they'll they'll just lose interest. Right. When it comes to the actual products that you sell. How does being a hands-on retailer and being in the store all the time, how does that give you an advantage? Yeah, it allows us to see how the product fits. If the product doesn't fit, it allows us to see if there's you know, uh, challenges with the material or the fit that we're able to share with the supplier. Um, it allows us to narrow down what type of bras suit what type of bodies mm -hmm. so that we can make the fitting experience go by much faster instead of spending three hours trying on bras, trying to narrow down what's best for you. 
being able to work with the product allows us to uh, better choose options for women so they're not wasting all of that time trying on multiple items. It allows us to talk to the customer about the materials. A woman could see a bra and be like, oh, that's ugly, I hate that. And we say, mm, why don't you just try it on, just give it a chance, see what it's like on the body, we get it on, and then the fit is so magnificent that they're uh, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And then they are looking at the product in an entirely different way. And it allows us to have that one-on-one -on -one to help work with the customer and move her in directions that she might not go by herself. And what about with the suppliers? You mentioned mm -hmm. them. How much engagement do you have with them? We have a lot of uh, engagement with suppliers. Um, I'm quite particular about the bras that we bring in and the fits and the quality. Um, also, I studied costuming in school, so it heightened my awareness to certain things. And uh, when we see a product, a new product that uh, isn't fitting well, uh, is coming back multiple times due to discomfort, um, we see a little fold on the material in every single person that we're trying it on, we get to engage with the manufacturers, let them know that we're experiencing these challenges, um, and that sometimes it will uh, lead to a recall of the product. Uh, so we get to have some nice one-on-one. -on -one. We also get to let them know what our customers are desiring. Right. So if we have a you know multiple bras and the customers over and over again aren't finding that one thing that they want, like a thinner strap or more support or a rounder shape or uh, less nipple showing, we're able to communicate that with the company so that they can start to think about what they want to produce in the future to meet those demands. For instance, like teenagers, um, all of a sudden we'll have a, our customers are starting to have children and now they're bringing their kids in to get their mm -hmm. first bra fitting, which yeah. is very cool. <laughs> but then all of a sudden it's like, oh, these girls are smaller than a 30 band. Like right. we need to get a different range of bras to suit this whole new client that's coming in. So we get to communicate that with the manufacturer so that they can be aware of that and start to you know, produce a product that's gonna suit these young ladies. So big brands pay marketing research companies a lot of money to profile their customers. You're here in the store and you are watching your customers, you're listening to your customers, you're talking to your staff and hearing their feedback. Now, not, of course, big brands can't, they can't have that kind of engagement, but is there anything that you think that big brands could learn from this experience? Um, I think big brands, you know, they pretty much have their marketing like nailed to a T. It's the one-on-one -on -one, uh, with your customers that they're really not getting. There's also not a huge amount of people available. Like you go to the bay and you think, oh, this is great. I can get everything done all at once. But then when you go to get help, there's like nobody there and you have to yeah. search somebody out. It's very challenging. Um, you know, all of a sudden we'll have customers that are coming in and they're pregnant. So like 14, 12 years ago, all of a sudden these women were coming in pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. And it's like, oh my gosh, we now have to work into a whole new industry of nursing bras to suit this clientele. And when you're working in an, a big box retailer, you're not really going to notice those things um, immediately. Yeah. It's going to take a lot longer with all of your market research and studying. And you know, at that time also there wasn't social media, so right. not as much as what we've got today. Right. It helps you to be yeah. fast on your feet. Yeah. Great. Make quick changes. Absolutely. <laughs> when we talk to independent retailers about employees, the conversation is very different and I think there's a lesson to be learned here. Independent retailers are not only in everyday contact with their customers, but with their frontline staff. This helps people like Jen understand what works in terms of service and what their staff need to be able to deliver.
How could bigger brands take some cues from what Jen and other indie retailers are doing? First, looking at how you hire and pay staff is a paradigm shift the retail industry needs to embrace. For many years, retailers have used models that rely on cheap, unskilled labor with high turnover rates, but how can you expect that model to deliver on service? When employees are proud to represent a brand, it speaks volumes. Staffing models need to be updated to reflect a consumer's desire for a better experience, and that means employee engagement. On that note, my second thought is that employee engagement through training and education not only benefits the consumer, but it benefits the company. A confident employee who can speak articulately about your products and services is an employee that's been nurtured. This goes back to pride in your offering, which you should want your employees to genuinely believe in. Brands need to give employees these tools. And one way to do this is to develop an employee engagement program, which maps out not only onboarding, but ongoing training, internal opportunities, a detailed customer journey map, and a feedback model that ensures dialogue between frontline staff and head office is open. That leads me to my last takeaway, which is, I think this is really important because CMOs and brand managers from large, large companies just can't be as hands-on as an indie brand owner can. And so it's all the more important to get feedback from your frontline staff and not just the managers of the stores. If your frontline staff are empowered as experts, they can tell you how a product is really performing and what your customers really have to say. We often find that when we run an employee engagement program, that frontline staff end up giving us key insights that were overlooked because nobody thought to ask them but they ended up making a huge impact. A formal program that asks frontline staff to give feedback could be as simple as an ongoing survey, but it should be embedded into the company culture and it needs to be formalized to ensure it actually happens. The customer journey is such an important aspect of design for retailers. You can create a gorgeous store and the best customer journey on paper, but if you don't have the right people, it won't make a difference. Indie brands like Secrets from Your Sister get this, and we can learn a lot from what they're doing right. For more information about Think Retail, you can reach us at info at sld.com. For more episodes, visit us online at sld.com slash podcast. Next time, we talk about why brands need to embrace the consumer activist. We hope you'll join us.